The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. This is Margot Mattis, otherwise known as the Media Relations Maven. Today we're talking to a true PR legend. This man has been around for a long time, giving people the benefit of his brains up on Madison Avenue in New York. He is truly, uh, again, a legend in the PR industry. I am here with the one, the only, the incomparable Mr. Jack O'Dwyer. Hi, Jack. I I don't know if I can live up to that. (laughs) I know. Brandy does the same thing to me every time she talks. I just kind of want to sit there and just keep, keep talking about me. It sounds great. <laughs> but you have been around for a long time, and you, know, you do have this sort of myth around you. I don't know if you're aware of that. I said you do have kind of a myth around you. You're sort of this... this well, a lot of people try to portray us as the underground press and, uh, because we, we cover too many unpleasant facts, which, which we do. Don't you think that's a little... Um, Unpleasant for we in the PCPR world. Well, is that why you're so popular? Because you tell the truth. We just finished three months of trying to rank PR firms. Last year we ranked 190 independents. This year, because things were so bad, 51 of them refused to give us figures. They're rather <laughs> friends. I mean, what does that say? Pretending for the, the truth does not exist awful. does not make it not true, right? It's really terrible. And they flat out said our business is devastated, or, or it's half what it was. I said, so cough up the numbers anyway. Now, I, we lost uh, six of the top 50. That, that's where the, the major loss was in the smaller million and $2 million firms. Although 15 of them said, okay, we're down double digits, but we're going to report anyway. Those are the people with character. The, the hit on the PR field is that so it's who, who didn't report? Friend, you know, Let's report on them. Who didn't report? Here we are. As soon as the wind blows, you can't find us. And that's the problem with PR. And... And this, this, this ranking problem now during this recession depression uh, shows that, illustrates that, that there are a lot of them, not everyone, a lot of them are fair-weather friends. We only lost one of the top ten. Okay. Uh, Regan up in Boston. All right. So, so all the so major players, Fleischman, Hollard, Weber, Shamler, Novelli, they're all still characters. around and reporting. They are there, sun or rain. That's what you have okay. to be if you want to have okay. character in PR. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I mean, you've been in business a long time. It says on your website that you, your writers have more than 75 years' experience, which I'm sure is true. I've read your bio. Um, it also says you've been in the same office on Madison Avenue for the last 40 years. Is that correct? 41 years. We're the oldest tenant in the building. And I believe even if people hate you or like you, they know where you are. So I don't believe in moving offices. Okay, so how do you do that? I mean, Black Tuesday happened in 87. I mean, you've seen some depressions and recessions. Probably not a depression like we're having now. We're a tiny we little country. Through recessions. Like, how do you do that? How do you stay on Madison Avenue? Country. How do you stay in business? Our, 
We don't have a lot of overhead. I mean, uh, I, I have found at least 20 other publications have gone out of business overestimating the PR field. It's, it's in a way, it's a very tiny little business. Not big at all. Right. And, and declining, if you ask me, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Corporate PR has almost disappeared. Gone. PR went to the yes. 30 years ago. There's almost no corporate PR except caretakers. So Sherry Benjamin, who used to be the CEO of Silicon Valley's top PR firm at the height of the tech boom before she sold it to a larger conglomerate, um, asked me to ask you this question. And I think it's a question that's on a lot of people's minds. And what what we want to know is how long before you think PR as an industry stops existing? No, the the agencies, a lot of them have become advertising agencies. They do everything but... uh, uh, print and uh, broadcast media. They do uh, dozens of different things for their clients, all kinds of artwork, graphics, computer graphics, um, internal organs. And a lot of PR today is aimed at companies to keep everybody in line, everybody on the same message. They feel that that's what's needed. So uh, the, 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 the independent agencies are flourishing. They are growing. They're doing everything but uh, the kitchen sink for their clients. They have a huge... A uh, uh, raft of services. Have you ever seen our PR directory? 420 firms outline what they do. It's, it's almost everything but send rockets to the moon. They've become right. very variegated, right. variegated in the services they offer. And that's how they're surviving. They've taken a lot of business from uh, ad agencies. <clears throat> a lot of business. That's why the conglomerates tried to buy up the PR field, but they failed. You know the conglomerates, WPP and Omnicom. Oh, yeah, IPG and all that, yeah. Uh, IPG stock was 57. It's three and a half. Whoa. That Whoa. failed. They, they failed to take over the PR field. They did take over advertising, but not they now, failed in the PR field. Now, why do you think that is? Because PR, of course, is so much more cost-effective than advertising. It, well, PR does not generate the profits in advertising. And I covered advertising eight years for the Chicago Tribune daily and the New York Journal American. Advertising, you could create one ad and run it a zillion times and, and make as much from the first placement as the last, whereas in PR, almost every placement is a different story, tailor-made. You can't mass-produce PR. Yeah, but, you know, in my career, I, I got one placement for a client, and he sold his entire inventory for the whole year from one article. Well, yeah, in one media, you didn't I don't get think it you in can do that with media, advertising. But in advertising, you put that same article in a thousand media and collect commissions. Uh, did you get share in the riches? No, <laughs> I didn't. I should have. <laughs> That's why I say PR is very cost effective compared to yeah. advertising. I well, mean, a page okay, in Reader's Digest, the black and white, is, uh, one, one time, Dolls? one run, is $300,000. Yeah, yeah. Okay, remember Cabbage Patch Dolls, I don't know, 1980s? Richard yes. Weiner got them on uh, NBC TV, and Cabbage Patch Dolls became a craze. All he ever got out of it was two hundred grand. They made millions and millions of dollars, but uh, with a couple of placements. But he never made much money. Now, if that was an ad agency, they'd make a fortune. So, oh, you're right. The it ad agency found the, um, out that there's just the agency no cut, profit right? in PR. Very little. Right. The only profit there is is to pay the principals their 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 salaries. But the, the conglomerates want the uh, PR firms to cough up 20 to 25% profit every year. And they, it, it, they can't do it. They, so they, a lot of them became ad agencies, I think. And plus, this is the seventh straight year they wouldn't give me any statistics. Uh, falsely claiming that, you know, Sox, uh, Sarbanes-Oxley? Yeah, you know the Sarbanes-Oxley Act? 
which makes yes, it hard it requires to that everybody disclose financial jail. information at the same time, correct? Pardon me? That's the one that requires that everybody disclose their financial information all at once, right? You can't no, advance no, it information. It has to be released you're caught, at one time, correct? No, no, that's, that's not quite it. If you're okay. caught disseminating any false information, you could go to jail for, 25 years, for, for 10 years and pay $25 million in fines. So, uh, and they were giving out all sorts of false statistics to me. So once jail got on the uh, plate there, they all fled. <laughs> Plus they wanted to count right. advertising commissions as PR, and I wouldn't let them. I said, once you buy it, it's a different thing. Once somebody sells you a kiss, it's different from just a friendly kiss. I mean, it's, it's, once you pay for it, it's a different thing. That's my feeling. Advertising can never be counted as PR. What do you think? I think we should talk about that after the break. Here we are on Cover Story. We'll be right back after a few words from our wonderful sponsors. Speaking of the value of advertising, Margo Mattis, the media relations maven, coming back with the incomparable Jack O'Dwyer. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. website need a bailout looking for a conversion rate stimulus package do you need a website improvement to-do list on target a subscription service from future now and brian eisenberg monitors your website 24 7 analyzing the actions of every potential customer it gives you a to-do list it tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do on target pricing starts at one thousand dollars a month see more at futurenowinc.com slash on target I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. This is Margot Mattis, otherwise known as the Media Relations Maven, and I'm here today on Cover Story Live with the legend Jack O'Dwyer himself, who is the brains and the brawn behind O'Dwyer's newsletter, which has been in our industry for a very long time and very, very high, highly respected. Um, Jack, we were just talking about the changes in public relations versus advertising, and surprisingly, for someone who is as involved in the public relations world as you are, it sounds like you're advocating the uh, advertising model. Is that correct? 
Well, uh, I'm saying uh, uh, that PR firms are doing everything but space and time advertising. What, what ad agencies call collateral, you know, social media, every known way of reaching. And what the PR firms are doing is turning their back on what PR started out to be, which was answering press questions. Uh, I, I don't think PR people should approach a consumer, a layperson, with a message. To me, that's wrong. Uh, the PR people are professional communicators. They know framing. They know spinning. And we uh, professional journalists know uh, how to deal with them. They should not be allowed to go near a consumer any more than a boxer can punch somebody out in a bar because now that's assault with a deadly weapon. They'll go to prison. The boxers must box other boxers. Lawyers must talk to other lawyers. A lawyer called me up today, the other day and warned me about covering a story, and I said, you can't talk to me. And she said, you know, you're right. I'll talk to your law firm. Professionals must deal with other professionals. Now, they have gone over the bar here, in my mind, because we're big on ethics. They should not be sending any messages directly to the consumer. They must go through the filter of reporters like me, ornery as we are. Or we'll catch them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, you do have a little bit, I think, of a curmudgeonly reputation, probably well-deserved. But, you know, you also think that. You think a professional communicator should go to a layperson? I don't. well, you know, my question about that is I think you're actually giving PR people too much credit in being professional because, I mean, my job is training them to do pitching to the media. Okay. And oh, great. It's a, it's a job, yeah, and I, I'm a former journalist myself, so I really understand what journalists want and how we, we don't do a good enough job of approaching them. And so I'm trying to remedy that, you know, a thousand people at a time. But what I find is that most PR people have never actually been trained to approach journalists like yourself. That's right. So well, we're assuming that they, you know, like when you're in J school, you did more interviewing, but everything uh, that you do rests upon that skill. So it's kind of the same thing with most PR people. Pitching is really not a mandatory skill, even though it should be, and it's not taught the way that it should be, and I'm trying to fix that in my business. But I think, you know, when you say that they're all armed like professional boxers with these spin skills, yeah. uh, my my understanding is that the majority of the industry is that's not really the case. Oh, you, you don't think they're that expert at uh, pitching stories? No, no. It's the one skill that they don't have that they need, and that's why journalists are so angry with PR people and say yeah. that 90% of what we pitch them isn't relevant. Because journalists they've never been taught are very, to very like angry with PR people, I'll tell you that. Because you can't find them whenever a story breaks. There's almost no corporate PR. Corporate PR people don't even pick up their own phones. They have some assistant do it, or they're on voicemail, and then they never call you back unless it's some kind of a positive piece. That's what I find. You can't find them anymore. And they never, we never see them anymore. We never, we hardly ever see a PR person. In fact, the corporations are so afraid of the press, and they don't trust their PR people, that having a friend in the press can be career-ending. You're consorting what they consider the press the enemy. And, and a survey recently showed companies would rather have the IRS visit them than a reporter. <laughs> what survey is and that? That's I what I find. Now, I still have a lot of corporate friends, and my friends in the old days, a corporation was... Corporate PR people said they they experienced a press call as a drive-by shooting. Corporate PR department. Now what happens, press call comes in, and then my friend says, 
Phones light up all over the building. Legal gets involved, sales, CEO's office, CFO's office. Everybody's frightened to death. What do they want? They're frightened to death of the media. <laughs> that's in corporations. So, so that's one reason PR is almost all gravitated to the agencies, which are doing pretty well. If you, if you look at my ranking on my website today, you'll see that the actual billings are up. I have more billings in 157 firms than 190. The, the, the Edelman has gone fantastic. They're now $449 million, almost half a billion dollars. The next one is Wagner at $119 million, Wagner Edstrom. So Edelman has walked away with the field. And Why they do, do you a think great that is, job PR, I, I spent a day with them once. Their philosophy is, is, is over-service the client for the first six months. Just give them every known thing and pay no attention to ours. Just make that client happy. And, and with that philosophy, they have ballooned almost to a half billion. What do you think of that? I think that's great, but I think they're also pretty darn social media savvy. Don't you think that has something to do with well, it? Well, okay, the social media that is, is important, and, but, but you know what's happened? It makes PRs... PR people's life is very difficult. Media has not only splintered but almost disintegrated. So instead of getting one story in the local paper, you got to go to a, what a thousand uh, blogs, right? Yeah, it is a challenge. It's a challenge between trying to figure out which media is really going to deliver your audience, and that's a primary question that advertising has been asking at Infinitum. And PR people do need to integrate that more into their planning. I mean, they definitely do. I'm always telling PR people, you're part of the marketing function. You're part of the bottom line. So you but have I, to tell your, your I say pitch something? and I deliver the right audience. People. Absolutely. That's how I was they able the, to sell a guy the majority the through one story one time. Rats. Because he knew where his audience was. Absolutely. Uh, Marketing people just pigeonhole everybody into some kind of demographics, you know, age, height, gender, all that stuff. They think we're uh, laboratory mice. They right. never talk to a reporter, ever. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I always say that the problem between journalists and the PR people is that PR people um, are seen by journalists as being sort of the last bastions of corporate deceit, trying to creep their way into the newsroom. And it's the journalist's job to put up the BS filter and keep that hype out of the newsroom. Would you agree with that? That's how journalists see themselves, yeah. Absolutely. They see that way, but... And, uh... You know, I had, I had a gal tell me one time at uh, Orange County office of uh, Weber Shanwick. She says, I'm so scared to pitch the media, Margo. And I said, well, why? And you'll love this. She says, she's out of college, okay? She's got her little PR degree stamp ready to go, right, in the agency world. She tells me this story. She says, well, I don't know. I'm afraid to call the journalist because, you know, he's sitting there in his 7,000-square-foot office in his Armani suit laughing at what? me. <laughs> and it was all I could do not to laugh at her, the poor thing. And I said, no, 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 sweetheart, that's us. That's the PR firm. <laughs> I said, if you want to know what a journalist looks like, sit outside, and anybody who looks like they've slept in their clothes yeah. is probably one of the journalists. Anybody who comes out in a suit is probably in sales or publishing. That's true. We, we so. took off our ties decades ago. They wear yes, jeans. We journalists wear jeans. Absolutely. You're very down to earth. And, you know, that's part of the, the thing that PR people do need to learn to survive is they have to understand that mindset. So I think we're coming up on a break here. And, um, okay, well, I'm glad you got advertisers. That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, we do. We do. That's so good. we're going to talk about this, and uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break talking about the yeah. relevance of advertising versus PR here on a compelling version of Cover Story here on Webmaster Radio. We'll be right back. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. 
Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. Topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. Topnichenetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Pages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. I'm Margot Mattis, otherwise known as the Media Relations Maven, here live on Cover Story with Jack O'Dwyer, who considers himself, I'm putting words in his mouth, he's free to change them if he likes, but I would say that he considers himself a journalistic watchdog for the PR industry. Would you say that's true, Jack? It's true, but could I, I want to give one piece of advice here to all the PR people. Forget the media. They don't matter. <laughs> they don't count. Here's how, to, here's how to get the success of PR. Uh, uh, cozy up to the rich. <laughs> That's where it's all the money is. <laughs> they should read a book uh, called Always Live Better Than Your Clients. By uh, It's about uh, Benjamin Sonnenberg, who got totally rich that way. It took him a couple of decades. He did a tremendous amount of personal errands for famous clients. And he, here's how you do it. And, and a guy in New Jersey has just done this. Uh, I don't want to give his name, but got out of college, joined all the local social clubs. His father was in an athletic club. He got to know all the big shots in town. Goes to all the charity balls. That's where or the rich are. Go to the chamber of commerce, the junior chamber of commerce. Uh, what you want, you must have a pleasing personality. That's what you've got to have. Uh, uh, so you're telling, you're telling all the professional money. PR you people could, to basically you have a career board and never place a single story, but do all sorts of errands for these rich people, mainly get them <laughs> awards, get their wives in the right club, because generally I the see. men are pretty happy. Even today with all the women's live, most of the big jobs are held by men. The wives are 
bored. If you can, if you okay. can uh, uh, get the wife in the right club, invite her to the right social things, you'll never lose that account. And and a lot of PR people never place a single story, but are, are get to be very wealthy doing all sorts of personal errands for the CEO, including write, writing the daughter or son's college essay to get them in college, teaching them. Now, what is this? You're advocating this. You say you're an ethical person. What I mean, you're giving us really mixed messages I, I, I'm not, here, Mr. Well, McGuire. I'm just telling you want to make money. You work with rich people who are used to I have to a friend who's a Hollywood publicist, but I don't think he would want any. You, I don't think he would want to encourage anyone to be a celebrity or rich person's slave. It's not That's a very ethical job. These I think we have to suck up enough BS as PR people. And they're surrounded by yes people, financial people, and you have to work your way in there. You can do a lot of errands that are too noxious for them to do. And right. you have to have a strong stomach to be in PR and a great personality. You have to be a charming person that people want to be with. The main thing in PR is to have a nice personality. And I'm afraid that a lot of kids coming out of college, having spent so much time in front of the tube, have, have the personalities of a mailbox. Nothing. They're not charming at all. They're not what is used to be called personable. What they have to do is right. go to the local charity ball as a volunteer worker and, and mingle with so, all so those. So you're people sending us back and, to the fifties. You're saying that we just That's, need to suck up to people, and then we're gonna, we're, they're gonna adopt up. us in some way. <laughs> and so instead of slaving ourselves and whoring ourselves to the media, Forget we need to start the media. They don't even risk. count anybody. Am I Nobody understanding even, you right? You know, you know why they don't? That's care. the only way count. we can succeed you, in this profession. Yeah, here's why they don't count. There's 251,000 people in lobbying in Washington. It doesn't matter what people think. It matters what those. Uh, staffs think. And all the big arguing and intellectual work is being done in Washington and in the state legislature. What law is passed, that's what counts. Doesn't matter what anybody thinks. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Okay. Uh, I think that's somewhat true, but I think a lot of us are still trying to push products and services that don't really have a whole lot to do with legislation. I, I think you've got to push whatever the client wants. Here's what I advise young professional kids to do. Services. The big, never not everything is legislated. Today. We're not a what communist country do. yet, so that's good. Okay, here's what they should do. But I mean, you're very fatalistic about about the profession, and, and yet you built your whole business and your whole empire around PR firms. So if that's the case, unless all of us turn into professional escorts in one manner or another, uh, how are you going to stay in business? Well, well, because I, I'm. What do you mean? I had 85. I have 420 PR firms on my website, paying anywhere from 300 to 1,200 dollars to be listed on my website and in my PR firm. I have 420 there too. So I am. A, I had 85 display ads. I am living on PR firms. Corporations have corporate PR departments have mostly disappeared, except for caretakers, skeleton staffs. Right, who are sucking up to the rich guy in the back, Suck right? Up to the to the client. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what they mainly do is not answer the phone. That's what they mainly do. <laughs> Well, they don't yeah, answer the phone because they don't, the they're not trained to handle those crises, and that's what, in, in, in the PR industry, we call that reputation management. And again, I've had tremendous success with turning around things like that. It's just they're running because they don't know how to do it better. They don't know how to take control of the situation. They don't know how to approach these media that they're really frightened of. And there is a remedy for that. And when you do that, everything works out fine. But the media is disappearing, for sure. So if if your PR firms are going under, how are you going to stay in business? No, no, all the big firms are flourishing. Uh, uh, only I only lost two out of the top 25, 
and uh, the top ten grew it by an average of ten percent. They are flourishing. That's who I uh, suck up to. Okay. <laughs> That's it. So you are. So you are doing your business model. You're doing exactly what you're telling us to do, which is suck up to the mega rich. So everybody should be emailing Edelman today. Is that what you're saying? Well, they do. They're almost half a billion. I mean, right. what they're doing, everybody ought to find out what they're doing. But, I mean, if you're in a small town, you've got to get to know the movers and the shakers. That's where you belong. You've got to have a good pers- PR is three-quarters personality. I don't care what they say. See, I, I disagree with that. I, I think the model has changed. They don't have the time anymore to do the charm no. at the party and be the personal guardian and the, the compatriot of everybody. They've got to really come up with strategy and tactics I and know. solutions and integrating social media and finding out where that market demographic is and then getting that message out. And I think if you do that, you're successful. So I, I don't think everybody on the staff at Edelman is uh, you know, asking – Asking those types of questions, like how can well, I, you I'm know, not where can I get your, your, your poodle shampoo this week? Clients. I think I'm they're probably asking, the what, what do you want me to time. sell and how do I reach that market? At least I would hope they would. I don't know. Or, hey, we're going to have to interview uh, Mr. Edelman after this. That's what we're going to do. Well, he's a different world well, from, from the We're going to talk to Richard Edelman firm. and that's find out if, if that's the secret of his PR firm. Well, he, he, well, I think he overserves his clients for the first six months and really keeps them. He really works hard. Those, those people work very hard there. I'm he sure has a different do. problem from All right. Well, Mr. O'Dwyer, it has been wonderful to talk with you. Thank you for <laughs> your uh, different viewpoints on public relations industry here on Cover Story and Webmaster Radio. This will be available on the site for download, and so people can listen to this after we've wrapped this up. Are you going to do um, a uh, transcript? Go ahead. One final thought. Go ahead. Are you going to do a transcript? Uh, I think that we can definitely provide something like that for you. That'll be a a question that uh, Orhe will answer after we're off the air. You used to put it on your site, though, didn't you? Yeah, you can can definitely listen on the site. It's in the archive. No, no, but you used to do a transcript on your site. Yes, we could. Yes, we could. A great idea for Jack O'Dwyer. We're going to wrap it up. Here on Cover Story, it's been Margot Mattis, Media Relations Maven, closing with Jack O'Dwyer here on Cover Story on Webmaster Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.